Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. This is an English summary, a just and a translation of the Majlis of Hazrat Mawlana Qamaruzzama Sahib Dhamad Barakatuhum, which took place on Saturday, the 11th of Muharram, 1443, corresponding with the English date, 21st of July, 2021. This Majlis took place after the Ishraq Salat at the residence, Baytul Azkar, of Hazrat Wala Dhamad Barakatuhum. Hazrat Wala Dhamad Barakatuhum says that yesterday we discussed of Hazrat Sayyida Fatima radiallahu anha, Hazrat Sayyiduna Hassan radiallahu ta'ala anhu, Hazrat Sayyid Sayyiduna Hussain radiallahu ta'ala anhu, and this is our spiritual nourishment, Rohani Riza, and will the Rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not descend upon us when we make muzakara of these great personalities of Islam, Allahu Akbar. Because they were embodiments, complete, total embodiment of good. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq and the hidayat of following them. Hazrat Shah Wasiullah Sahib used to speak and quote abundantly the life, the malfuzat of Hazrat Sayyiduna Ali, Zainul Abidin Ibn Hussein Ibn Ali radiallahu ta'ala an. His name was Ali. His kuniyat was Abu Hassan. And his title was Zainul Abidin. He is the son of Hazrat Hussein radiallahu an. The grandson of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala an. And a fresh flower from the garden of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. When most of the family of Rasulullah was martyred in Karbala, he was the single flower which was left from whom the fragrance of Siyadat, being a Sayyid from the family of Rasulullah spread throughout the world and through whom the name of Hazrat Hussain continued. Hazrat Zainul Abidin was born in 38 Hijri. Ibn Uyayna, rahimahullah, states, Ali ibn Hussein went for Hajj. After tying the ihram, he mounted his steed and turned pale out of fear. He began trembling profusely and could not say the labbaik, meaning, Here I am, O Allah. People asked him, Why are you not saying the labbaik? He replied, I fear saying labbaik and Allah replying la labbaik your labbaik is not accepted your coming here is not accepted people said but it is necessary to say labbaik he eventually said it when they persisted but the moment he said it he lost consciousness and fell off his steed in the like manner he would become fearful and lose consciousness when Strong winds blew. Hazrat Sa'id ibn Musayyib, rahimahullah ta'ala, who himself was an eminent worshipper and ascetic, used to say, I have not come across a more abstinent person than Hazrat Ali ibn Hussein, rahimahullah. Worship was his main occupation of his life, and he used to spend the most, most of his time in it. He used to perform 1,000 rakat, 
of optional salah a day and this practice remained until the end of his life this is why he was given the title zainul abidin the adornment of the worshippers he would never miss out the night prayer he would never miss out qiyamul layl whether at home or on a journey his devotion in worship was of such a level that when he stood before allah for salah his entire body would tremble abdullah ibn salam relates that when he used to stand up for salah his entire body would tremble people asked him what happens to you he replied what do you people know before whom i am standing and with whom I, I am engaging in munajat and private conversation he used to become completely engrossed in his salah and would not be conscious of anything else he was in sajda prostration on one occasion when a fire broke out nearby people called out to him saying o son of rasulullah a fire has broken out but he did not raise his head from sajda the fire was eventually extinguished and the people asked him what caused you to become so unmindful and heedless of the fire he replied the other fire another fire the fire of jahannam allahu akbar now this is the hal and the great high spiritual states of the sufia and that's exactly where it came from did it not come right from rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and then the sahaba and then the tabi'in and then we see that our mashayikh and awliya adopted these same paths and also really uh, raise reach those high stages hazrat wala then remarks and writes that what can i write about these illustrious and lofty conditions and ranks i can only express grief and sorrow over the fact that i have not received even a hundredth one hundredth part of such conditions may allah taala through his grace and kindness bestow me my friends and my followers these excellent conditions and imanic and imani ranks amin 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 enjoying good and forbidding evil he was very particular about enjoining good and forbidding evil and considered any neglect in this regard to be disregard for the quran a person who does not enjoin good and forbid evil is a person who has cast the quran behind him unless he gives up unless he gives it up for his own safety only in that condition meaning he'll be absolved of the duty of enjoining good and forbidding evil so he says unless he gives it up for his own safety people asked him the meaning of his own safety what what do you mean by that so he said when a person fears any oppression from an oppressor or a rebel now from the above we gauge the permissibility of being cautious with regard to enjoining good and forbidding evil when there is fear from an oppressor when there is fear from an oppressor this is because it is really on the basis of a temporary reason which is allowed in the sharia which is allowed in the sharia spending in the cause of allah hazrat sayyidina zainul abidin rahimahullah spending in the cause of allah spending in allah's cause generosity generosity and open heartedness were his special attributes he would spend 
continuously in Allah's cause. His hand was always extended to help the poor and needy. He would load sacks of grain on his back and convey them to the houses of the, peer, of the poor. When he was given a bath, ghusl, after his demise, blue marks were seen on his Mubarak back, on his blessed back. The people concluded that this was a result of the sacks which he used to carry at night and convey to the houses of the poor. Subhanallah, Hazratwala then remarks and comments, he says, Subhanallah, glory to Allah. Look at his enthusiasm to serve Allah's creation. It is a lesson for all of us. It is a lesson for all of us. Forbearance. He was just like his father, Hazrat Hussain radiallahu ta'ala in his forbearance and tolerance. He would not be affected by the sharpest verbal rebukes and he would stomach the most unpleasant and bitterest statements against him. Now subhanallah, Hazrat Ji is saying that look at how he practiced on this verse. Those who suppress their anger. He was really... A distinct, this was really a distinguishing trait of the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah ta'ala, Hazrat Wali saying, May Allah ta'ala bestow this great quality to us, the followers of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ameen. Ameen. It was his habit not to pay any heed to those who make futile and useless statements and accusations. Some audacious people were so impudent that they would say to him, I mean, they would say what, what terrible things to him, and then they would say to him, we are talking to you, we are talking to you. He would reply, meaning, I know you are talking to me, but I am disregarding it. Now, Hazrat Wala is saying, should we not keep in our minds, should we not make malhuz of the sirat of the salaf, this life that they lived, and look at all these examples from their life, Allahu Akbar. If he was, informed about a certain person disparaging him and making bad statements about him, he would go to the person's house, speak to him in a kind and affectionate way and say to him, if what you said about me is true, then may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive you. And if it is false, may Allah forgive you. If it is true, may Allah forgive me. If it is false, may Allah forgive you. Subhanallah. Now, this is, I mean, this is the khandan of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam carrying these huge, these huge bags and sacks on his uh, back of grain, sacks of grain on his back and taking it and conveying it to the houses of the poor. What did they do? They abandoned the shaykhukhat. They, they were the khandan and grandchildren, great-grandchildren of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but they abandoned all that and they opted abdiyat. Abdiyat. You know, this very same Shaykh Ukhat was something that, listen, I'm, I'm very great. I'm from this family. I'm from the Sayyid Khandan. Uh, I, am, uh, from, uh, I am the son-in-law of the Shaykh. I'm the son of the Shaykh, Shaykh Ukhat. Uh, I'm so great. I've reached this stage. You know, so Hazratwala would not tolerate that at all. In fact, so much so, we used to sweep the stoop and the veranda. But we were the son-in-laws. We would uh, go and fill up buckets of water and this is what we were doing. 
You know, after Hazrat Mawlana Shah Wasilullah Sahib passed away, Hazrat Wala Damat Barakatum is saying that Mawlana Ali Mia, I called him and I invited him to Ilahabad, but he was unable to come. Nevertheless, I wrote in a letter after he had written that he was unable to come. I said, and that's what I honestly felt, that it is because of the deficiency in my sincerity that you are unable to come. That's the effects of it. The effects of the deficiency and weakness in my sincerity is not allowing you to come. Nevertheless, this letter reached Hazrat Mawlana Ali Miyasab. When he opened it and he read it, immediately he stood up and he said, let's leave now. And he left and he made suffer and came away to Ilahabad and he stayed for a few days. After he said, he stayed and he was leaving. He made the same remark that I have not found Shaykhu Khatiya. Meaning I found absolute humility. Hazrat Mawlam Musa Saab used to continuously saying, Hazrat write your sawani. Very prominent alim. Hazrat write your sawani and what could I say? I replied to him, وَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ بِيَمِينِ فَيَقُولُ هَا أُمُكْرَأُ كِتَابِيَ What can I say? What sawani and biography do I have? The only thing that I can say, that on the day of Qiyamah, if I am given my book in my right hand, then everything will be accomplished. It is that time I can tell you something about myself. But from now till then, there's no even thought in my mind that I can tell you anything about myself. You know, Hazrat Mawlana Shah Wasiullah Sahib, you know, I started uh, coughing blood. And uh, due to weakness and sickness, etc., he understood uh, at that particular time some type of deterioration in my health. So Hazrat Mawlana Shah Wasiullah Sahib said to me, Hazrat Wala is saying, that uh, sleep on at night, meaning leave out the tahajjud, for now you are not well. Get up at fajr time, but make this your habit. I want you to sit after fajr salat right up till ishraq. And not only that, Hazrat Wala Shah Wasiullah Sahib would monitor this. So much so, so much so, on one occasion we were in Bombay. They suffer, Hazrat is going here, Hazrat is going there. And I happened to come out on the road. I was on the road and his gaze fell on me and he realized that I'm not in the masjid doing what he instructed to me, me to do that sat after Fajr Salat until the time of Ishraq. He reprimanded me. I can't even tell you how he reprimanded me. He scolded me that didn't I tell you to sit up till the time of Ishraq? And that's what he had told me at that time. And what was his promise to me? He said, I want you to do this. And in doing that, you would achieve all. You would achieve everything. Hazrat Mujaddid al-Faitani rahimahullah, on one occasion, somebody asked him, Hazrat uh, Khilafat Nama, I mean, you gave me Khilafat, can't you write it down on the page? And he said to him, look at how they alerted their people. He said, what Khilafat Nama and certificate of Khilafat are you asking of? You should actually see and wait for your A'mal Nama. That on the day of Qiyamah, what type of A'mal Nama, what type of certificate will you get regarding your deeds? And this was it all. This, it was all about this. And the tariq and path to Allah is this nasty, fanayat, abdiyat, inkisari. Complete and total humility, humbleness, 
expression of helplessness in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fanayat, annihilation of oneself. On one occasion, Mawlana Abdul Majid Daryabadi rahimahullah came and they would all come and see and spend time with the Shaykh Waqt, Hazrat Mawlana Shah Wasiullah. And at that time, what had happened is that he uh, fell ill that night and he had diarrhea and he must have mentioned it to Hazrat. On that occasion, now there's two things. The one is that I mentioned to you that about Ishraq Salat. I want you to do this. You'll receive everything. You'll be blessed in every way. And the other one was on this occasion. He said to me that, you know what? On the occasion like this, don't look at your wazifa. Don't look at your wird now. I want you to see and make khidmat to my guests, to my visitors. I want you to do that on this occasion. In doing that, you will receive everything. You will achieve everything. Allah Ta'ala bless us with these batini ni'mats. And this year is our ruhani ghiza. We're going through the life and the way and the tariqah of our pious predecessors. On one occasion, Hazrat Shah Wasiullah Sahib said that I'm going to give you people uh, some nice uh, snacks and some tea and nashta. And we waited for it. We were so delighted. Hey, Hazrat is going to feed us and he's going to do this and that and the other. He came about and he said to us, a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Thereafter, he said to us, this is the nashta that I wanted to give to you. This is the goodies that I wanted to give to you. Allahu Akbar. He turned our attention to do these things of which I think about till today. Today, there's no qadr, there's no qimat, there's no value for the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When just the other day we read, Afdalus sadaqa, the most meritorious of charity is that passing of a hadith, conveying a hadith to the next person. Manana Sher Ali, Sher Muhammad said, I never heard this before. I never heard this before. Pardoning and overlooking his slave woman was pouring uh, wudu water for him on one occasion. The jug slipped from her hand, fell on him and injured his face. He just raised his head and looked up and the slave woman said, He who suppresses or those who suppress their anger, he said, I have suppressed my anger. The saved woman read the next portion of the verse, nas, and pardon the people. He said, I, I have pardoned you, and may Allah Ta'ala pardon you. The slave woman read the next portion of the verse, Wallahu yuhibbul muhsinin, and Allah loves the doers of good. He said, You may go, I have freed you. He was very soft-natured. He was very soft by nature, Sayyidina Zainul Abidin, rahimahullah. There was no sign of sternness and severity in him. He would not even beat animals nor drive them away. Let's go on. Good thoughts about the first three khalifs. Like his truth-loving forebears, Sayyidina Hazrat Zainul Abidin, rahimahullah, had sound beliefs and thoughts about the Khulafai Rashidin. He would not tolerate listening to any criticism against uh, them. He would expel those who engaged in such 
criticism in his uh, presence. Hazardwala then writes the note, the faida, if the ulama and the mashayikh practice on this today, what was it? He could not tolerate criticism and he would expel them. He would not engage in, uh, they, he would not allow anyone to engage in such criticism in his presence. Hazrat Wala is saying, if the ulama and the mashayikh practice on this today, many disputes will terminate, their followers will be reformed and the doors of backbiting and complaints will be shut. Now, this is, was Kama Afadahu, a Shaykh Muslihul Ummat Rahimahullah, as stated by Hazrat Muslihul Ummat Rahimahullah Ta'ala. Hazrat Wala thereafter quotes about the incident of a person who came, prominent person, Alim, and he's coming, he's making khidmat of Hazrat Shah Wasiullah, he's putting oil in his head, and thereafter he finds it to be the opportune moment. So, what does he do? He complains. And he makes a shikayat and starts backbiting of a very senior person, which brought absolute disgust, anger to Hazrat Maulana Shah Wasiullah Sahib so much, so much that he did not give him the opportunity ever to give that khidmat again. This person himself continued thinking, I am so close to Hazrat Maulana Shah Wasiullah Sahib, but he was so angered at that, so angered at that, that he had. We understand, we understand because we were there and this is what he had mentioned to us that he would not allow this person ever to come and do these type of things. Give him that opportunity to make that type of khidmat. Now, Hazrat Morana Alimiya, I mean, we look at the forgiving nature, forgiving nature of Sayyidina Zainul Abidin. We are going through all these malfuzat. Morana Alimiya, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, writes about Hazrat Kari Tayyab and he says that sometimes in the shura, this, that, and the other, very harsh things would have been said on different occasions, due to which he would not even crinkle his forehead. He would not even frown. You would find no change in his facial, uh, uh, in, on his face at all. And then, after that he would leave, but it would affect him so deeply, so deeply, that he would become ill after that. Rather, he would even... Uh, uh, he, uh, he get a fever after that. He would even get a fever after that. Look at our Buzurgane Deen. On one occasion, Hazrat Shah Wasiullah Sahib used to quote this abundantly to us. There was a great wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, I mean, something happened. He was angered. He was able to exact revenge after that. But then too, he stomached it. He swallowed it. He made the humble. He suppressed the anger. But you know what he said after that? Oh Allah, the reward of this amal of mine, granted to my mother. Granted to my mother, the reward of this good deed. What we understand Isa Sawab to be? Reciting of Al-Quran. Reciting of Qul Allahu Ahad. Surah Yasin. And this is what Hazrat Mawlana Shah Wasiullah Sahib tried to alert us to. That these are such great acts on the scale, so heavy, so heavy akhlaq that they would say, Oh Allah, give this to my mother. Give this to my mother. She was so beloved to me. Give the reward of this amal of mine to her. Equality. In order to wipe out family pride and present a practical example of equality, he got one of his daughters married to one of his slaves. He also freed one of his slave women and got married 
uh, to her himself. Let's carry on. His recognition and acceptance. The erudite hadith scholar Muhaddith Hazrat Mawlana Habibur Rahman Azmi Rahimahullah writes in Ayanul Hujjaj. His title is Zainul Abidin. He was a person who feared Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and was an ardent worshipper. He was the son of Hazrat Hussein radiallahu an and the grandson of Hazrat Ali radiallahu an. The awe which he commanded and the respect with which people had for him can be gauged from the following incident. Hisham ibn Abdul Malik went on Hajj when he was the heir, the apparent, uh, the heir, apparent, uh, uh, meaning appointed to become uh, the next Khalif. He was waiting in line, a person of that stature. Ali ibn Hussein also went the same year. Coincidentally, they performed tawaf together. And Hisham reached the Hajar al-Aswad first. He tried his utmost to teach, to, to kiss the Hajar Aswad but could not manage. Ali ibn Hussein then reached there and all the people gave way. Those who were there, those who were at the Hajar Aswad moved away and he kissed it peacefully. Hisham's men asked, Hisham, Hisham's men asked him about the identity of this person. He replied, Hisham replied, I do not know him. The poet Farazdaq was also present there. He said in a brave and confident tone, I know him. He is Ali ibn Hussein. He then rendered his famous poem which commences thus. Hada ibn khayri ibadillahi kullihimi. This is the son of the best of all Allah's creation. Hada taqiyun naqiyut tahirul alamu. He is himself a pious pure, chaste person. هَذَا الَّذِي تَعْرِفُ الْبَطْحَا وَطْعَتُهُ هَذَا الَّذِي تَعْرِفُ الْبَطْحَا وَطْعَتَهُ And this is the person whose walk, بَطْحَا, recognizes, the soil of Makkah recognizes, وَالْبَيْتُ يَعْرِفُهُ وَالْحِلُّ وَالْحَرَمُ The Kaaba recognizes him, and so does the Hill and the Haram. The Haram knows him, even the Hill knows him, the outward areas, the outskirts, the Miqat, etc., even they, they know him. What is it? The trees, the mountains, the stones know him. How come you don't know him? Allahu Akbar. A very great personality. Hazrat Muslihul Ummat reminded us and always would, would read from the lifestyle of Sayyidina Zainul Abidin Rahimahullah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq and the hidayat of making amal on the seerat. This was the grand life of our pious predecessors. The seerat of the Sahaba, the ahl bayt Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala you know, a person who speaks against these great and pious personalities, the Sahaba, the Ahle Bayt, then he should understand it to be his own wickedness and wretchedness, Badbakhti. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless them with the highest stages, Sayyidina Zainul Abideen, his father as well, 
Sayyidina Hussein radiyallahu ta'ala an, his grandfather as well, Sayyidina Ali radiyallahu ta'ala an. Let us make dua, Rabbana la tuzih qulubana ba'da idh hadaytana wa hab lana min ladunka rahma innaka antal wahhab. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from ever disrespecting these great akabirin, these shuyukh, these tabi'in, these ahlabayt, these sahaba, radiyallahu ta'ala anhum. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq and the hidayat of making amal of on their sirat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq and hidayat of bringing it into our lives. Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta sami'ul alim wa tub alayna innaka anta tawabur rahim bi hurmati sayyidin nabiyyil kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.